Are you kidding me? Soon the entire crew will be a Tuvix army! Coming up, chaos ensues aboard the Cerritos as dozens of crew members across the ship merge to form hybrid beings. Meanwhile, Mariner, Boimler, and the gang fight a neurovirus takeover of the USS Voyager as they take the soon-to-be museum back to Earth. All this and more coming up on the season premiere of the Star Trek Lower Decks edition of Energize. 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 We're hilariously going into the uncharted regions of the Star Trek universe. You're listening to Energize, a Star Trek Lower Decks edition podcast. Your source for comedic analysis, colorful debate, and fun discussions about the adventures of Beckett Mariner and the USS Cerritos Lower Decks crew. I'm your host, Anthony McLemore. And I'm Steve Truitt. This week, the crew of the Cerritos face a rogue duplicating virus and genetically altered hybrid crew members. How will the Cerritos crew overcome over-the-top shenanigans wreaking havoc upon them? Here's a Warp Speed recap of the Season 4 premiere of Star Trek Lower Decks, Two Vix. Cerritos, two to beam up. Copy, Command. Energizing. Something is wrong, sir. There's only one pattern. What the f***? Where am I? And the... Who am I? Captain, we have a problem. He's been symbiogenetically merged on a subcellular level, Captain. It's called being Tuvixed. The same thing happened to Commander Tuvok and Neelix back in the 70s. Did Janeway figure it out? No, she just murdered him. Well, there has to be more to it. She isolated the genomes and split him up. It didn't take us long to look up Janeway's solution. Let's just hope Mr. Taillips doesn't do the same. Are you kidding me? You are Chandas, and you're with friends. This is Shabarns and Swale Swalens. Soon the entire f- crew will be a Tuvix army! All right, Steve, we are back. We're back in the... <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> we are back in the Star Trek Lord Dex edition uh, of Energize. I love, I love when we cover Lower Decks. It's my favorite time when we do Energize. It's just such a nice break from everything else that we do and everything else that we cover. And I love this show. Yeah, and, and, and to your point, I mean, I always get a good laugh. Um, it, they, they always make fun of themselves. They mm-hmm. use a ton of canon, so you stay consistent. But overall, yep. it's just a fun, nice break from some of the heavier themes that come from some of the other shows. For, for real, absolutely. Um, and, and it starts off great. It's a really good start. Um, we're, we're seeing our, our, our uh, ensigns right back where they started from last season. Um, they're in their bunks. Yeah, and here's a, here's what's really good about this show. Oh, we're in season four, 
of Star Trek Lower Decks, and we have seen an evolution with all the characters. And, th- yeah. and that was something that was really good, because you would expect an animator, animated series to go all Hanna-Barbera, and they're just the same year after year after year after year. And no, yeah. no offense to Hanna-Barbera, I grew up on all Hanna-Barbera cartoons, but sure. um, yeah. then we all did, <clears throat> if you're of a certain age. <clears throat> which we are which we are but um we we've seen an evolution and growth we saw it with a mariner we saw it with rutherford and tendy um and it's been really really good in boimler and so i've I've really appreciated that and this episode is no different and so yes we start with the cerritos i mean it's on this mission it's undisclosed and they are tasked with taking the USS Voyager to Earth, where it will be on display as a museum. So a nice nod. Captain's Log, Stardate 587-24.3. In a pleasant surprise, the Cerritos has been tasked with transporting the USS Voyager. USS Voyager, when they reveal that, you know, Voyager wasn't my favorite series. But when the music kicks in and the ship comes to life, I got chills, man. I, that's that's one of my favorite ships. I love the uh, Intrepid class. Um, and it was just exciting to see. And again, they're just bringing canon into the show and just honoring the hell out of it. It's so much fun to be a part of that. Yes, and, that, and that's another thing that makes the show very, very easy to follow because you, it, it's linking to things we already know that's already built into our... Um, Star Trek viewing DNA so it makes it consistent and you just forget that it's it's an animated comedy yeah yeah. So, uh, as we touched on before, the, the evolution of the character. So, we find a Boimler who's cleaning holodeck waste. Didn't know that was a thing. And <laughs> a smelly thing, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, okay, well, I guess, it, you know, a holodeck expends energy. So, I guess Ugh. with anything that expends energy, there is waste. And yeah. so, unless it's electric. Hmm. Good call. Touche. Oh, I like that. Ooh, hey. you got that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Boimler's cleaning up, and Ransom comes up to him. Oh, don't get too used to this kind of work, Mr. Boimler. Promotions are coming up, and I think you'll be very happy. Wait, really? As long as nothing goes sideways today. Yeah, he's like, listen, uh, you might be having a good day here. Uh, uh, you know, we're handing out promotions, and someone might be on the list. Of course, if nothing goes wrong. Well, you know, this is Star Trek Lord Dex. Uh, something always goes wrong. So. <laughs> and that's what Boimler says. He's like, oh, what are you talking about? Something always goes wrong. Yeah, so we're He's on like the lookout. <laughs> so our radar, you know, our antenna has already been raised. The yes. radar is on. And, you know, we're ready. We're ready to find out what the hell is going to happen. And so, right. yeah, but we're on the lookout. Oh, after this, you want to get a head start on tomorrow's titrations with me? We can label the test tubes. I do enjoy an accurate label. And so we find uh, Tindy and this new uh, Vulcan uh, crew member uh, there on the USS Voyager, and they take off in a shuttle, and we see what looks like a, a, a pink leaf floating from the hangar. It goes through the ventilation system onto a transporter pad as Dr. Tiana and uh, Engineer Billups, love Billups, are about love to beam him. over to the Cerritos. Energizing. Something is wrong, sir. There's only one pattern. What the f***? Where am I? And the who am I? 
Right. And so we've seen this in an episode of Voyager, which was also called Tuvix, but it was spelled differently. This one is a, it was spelled T-W-O-V-I-X, you know, two. Uh, but in the Voyager episode, Tuvok and Neelix were merged when they were transporting with this particular plant, and they became Tuvix, an entity all to itself. And that's what happened here with Billups and Ta'ana and and that entity became to Illips. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just started laughing immediately. I was like, yeah. okay, all right, I got you. I know where this is going. This is hilarious. And it was, um, it, was it was a great throwback uh, to Voyager. And, you know, you know, Captain Janeway had a dilemma. Well, yeah, she did. And, and, and it was a good episode because they're saying, well, listen, this new entity deserves to live. And in fact, this new entity said, no, I want to live. I, I, I'm happy with this. I, you know, I'm, I, I'm a new creature. Let me live. And eventually Janeway had to decide, well, no, I can't let two other people die so you can live. And it's logical. It's like even uh, Tuvok would have said, it's logical to put us back. Exactly. You can't you kill off uh, two for the one. Two. Yeah, exactly. The needs of the many. Outneed, well, yeah, of course. Outweigh, Outweigh the, the needs, needs of the few or, or the, the one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the two vix. That's right. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But so so then we go back to um, Voyager and they're on their way. Even when Voyager, you know, amped up to go into warp, you know, with the nacelles putting out. I just thought that was just so great. Um, but uh, Mariner's on board. They're on the bridge. And this very nervous museum curator is freaking out because he's like, don't touch anything. And this needs to be pristine. And we're taking it back to Earth. And it's going to land. And it's going to be Voyager Day. And it's going to be a museum. Um, but of course, you know, Mariner taps on a panel and and let's loose this weird macro virus. It's like this giant virus. <laughs> Uh, let me just wait. There's something behind the neural gel. Look out! Oh God, it's on me! Uh, don't let it infect you. Don't shoot! Why not? It's a tacky and macro virus. Oh it yeah! Running around the room and it splits and it gets into Boimler's face. It was so funny. Yep, and then all of a sudden it splits into two, as viruses do. They duplicate, they replicate, yeah. and they're wreaking yeah. havoc all yeah. over the ship. Leaving slime everywhere. Um, yep. So and so, you know, with the virus just running around, I mean, it's causing mayhem. They're touching buttons. All of a sudden, they activate uh, holodeck characters simultaneously. <laughs> so they're holodeck characters, which are like yeah. every villain you can think of in story time, are all over the ship and they're fighting them. Right. And these are all holodeck characters from Voyager, right? Including Dr. Chaotica. Um, who was, a, I think he was in two or three episodes of Voyager where uh, Janeway had to defeat him by going into the holodeck. It was done in black and white. Um, and and it was it was, oh, such an awesome throwback to that character. And he's got the, the ray gun and he's, ha, ah, ah, ha, ah, ha, you know, that kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, again, another good throwback. And I thought it was really, really cool. So all this chaos is happening in the midst of the chaos. You know, Bornler is, is talking to Mariner and he's having reservations actual having re reservations about getting promoted. I'm having an off day. Oh, this is supposed to be fun and you ruined it. Ransom was going to promote me today, but I don't want it. What are you talking about? Did you eat some of that virus slime? Don't forget, he's saying this to her while she's, you know, slimed against a wall. 
Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> she's trapped, right? And, you know, she's he's like, I don't know, you know, I I don't want it to ruin our friendship because when I went to the Titan, it, kind of, it took us months to repair our friendship. And she's like, dude, I'm the one who recommended you, which yeah. is a nice little touch. Exactly. And there's been a, a really great evolution in, in Mariner and Bormler's, you know, relationship. And, yeah. you know, Bormler was pretty self-centered, you know, in season one. He wanted advancement. He was all about, yeah. you know, look, for all intents and purposes, fought, towing the line to the point yeah. of being a suck-up, brown-noser. Yeah, he definitely was. Which is the complete opposite, <laughs> you know, to Mariner, you know? <laughs> Right, and that and that was a nice contrast, uh, but remember these two have, have even gone into the past together. They even had a little nod to that at some point in the uh, in the show where she's like, "And that whole Pike thing, we're not supposed to talk about." Yeah, you know, they, yeah. They've had a lot of adventures together, and you can see they want their their friendship is more important, and and that's a big deal. Yeah, you know, and, and, it's, and it's really refreshing. And so uh, Bormler goes to the bridge later on, and he rescues Rutherford, you know, over yeah. the other officers. He makes a choice. He makes a decision in the moment and, right. um, you know, falls back to come up with a plan. Mr. Boimler, zap this stuff and get me down from here. No time. I need an engineer. Ow! Sorry. Wait, free us too. If we survive this, we're having a long talk, Mr. Boimler. Uh. Well, he's like, I, I need a, an engineer, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, so he takes him, and, and <laughs> Ransom's like, get back here. Uh, yeah, so they run up to the bridge, and um, and it's a brilliant way to buy time for Rutherford to fix the problem. So Boimler stands up against Dr. Chaotica, and he says, I don't remember what he said, but I'm the son of somebody. I can't remember if that was the character. Dr. Future, I don't know what the hell it was. But it just scares Chaotica, like, what? Any last words before you feel the sting of my Electro-Luger? Ha! There's only one thing you haven't thought of, Dr. Chaotica. <laughs> Please, I think of everything at all times. <laughs> That's what you think. Yeah, he falls in line and he plays along with it, which yeah, you know speaks cool. to uh, Boimler's evolution and the fact that he, he really has always had... Um, or exhibited leadership skills, even though he was such yeah. a brown noser. Um, yeah. He, you know, believes in the structure. He wants to be an officer, and he's showing those skills in this moment. I think so too. He makes decisions quickly, even if someone says, "Don't leave me," you know, like uh, Ransom did, and 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 he uses his knowledge of Voyager to, you know, go against Chaotica and buys just enough time for, you know, Rutherford to, as he said, put in the Neelix cheese. Which is how they solved the issue. Because they mentioned that in the beginning. Like, I remember that episode or that time when Neelix put cheese into the bio neural circuitry and it messed everything up. And so that's what he does. He puts the Neelix cheese in and it does, it, it kills Voyager in one way, but it stops the chaos. Yeah. And so Rutherford and Bormler save the day. You know, they yeah, end up they saving do. the day. But meanwhile, while all that's taking place on Voyager, there's this whole other thing, <laughs> brand of chaos yeah. that's going on on the Cerritos. So great. And, so great. Yeah. Did Janeway figure it out? No, she just murdered him. Well, well, there has to be more to it. She isolated the genomes and split him up. He begs her to live. Holy sh. 
Chainway didn't mess around. And so we find Captain Freeman, you know, is going through the logs and she's looking at what Captain Janeway did with the uh, two Vic situation and finds that, you know, Janeway had a tough decision, which we you know, previously discussed. And she yeah. needed to separate Neelix and Tuvok, which would end yeah. that, that, that new life form's existence. And uh, so, yeah, you know, that's, that's a conundrum, but we know what needs to be done. Right. So they they go to Billups quarters, I guess it is. And and to Illups is in there and he's done. He she I don't know what it is. It's a cat with a mustache um, uh, has somehow rigged something, but we don't know what it is yet. And when um, Shax and um, the captain enter, they're like, listen, we're not going to hurt you. And he and to Illups knows exactly what's going to happen. It's like you're going to try to, you know, you're going to try to put me back. You're going to try to split me. It didn't take us long to look up Janeway's solution. Let's just hope Mr. Taillips doesn't do the same. Are you f- kidding me? So he, he lures Freeman into this trap and merges Freeman with the ship's psychologist. And oh, suddenly yeah. <laughs> there's this there's this new being again. And I can't remember what he called it. Yeah. It, it, captain has a beak now yeah and I, I just thought this was funny i'm just like oh my god this is gonna get out of hand and of course yeah. you know that's what happens but you know yeah. tulips is all about self-preservation and i i get that in that right you know when you yeah. uh, any any being any life form wants to you know preserve its existence it's all about protecting itself so i can't fault tulips for doing i mean whatever the <laughs> billups yeah, for it's doing tillips that for sure yeah yeah tillips that's right <laughs> tillips for doing that but, so it but makes he's still sense. even if he's merged though he's still an officer and he should abide by starfleet rules maybe and he's not like he's he just goes crazy and starts to just try to merge everybody you are chandas and you're with friends this is Shabarns and swale swalens he's a combination of steve stevens and matt the whale i want a fish <laughs> He's not my best work. And they run into whatever the version of 10 forward is, that lounge, and he's like, grab those two, merge them. You know, he's like leading this pirate kind of, you know, thing to try to grab everybody. Yeah, and it was funny. Uh, there was one one merge that didn't quite go well. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the the one I love is, is uh, oh, he's, I think he goes, well, they can't all be perfect or something. But they yeah. merge. Is it Steve Stevens? Is that his name? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But they merge yeah, they, him with the the with the whale. whale. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, I want a fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was so great. They can't, they can't all be winners. <laughs> they can't all be winners. We have to do something. I am already taking control of the transporters. You can do that. Starfleet systems are easily circumvented. Right. Yep. So then, what's the name of this Vulcan? I didn't get her name. I I might have missed that. So sorry, everyone. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, me too. I I I was I was I was trying to remember. Like, wait, was she uh, last season two? But she's definitely new. Yeah, she's definitely new. And I thought maybe she was on one of the other ships when they did another lower deck situation. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. That's what it reminded me me a little bit of. Like, she's like a Tapring if Tapring were in Star Trek, uh, or we're in Starfleet. But um, but. Tindy's all about her. She's like, we need to be science friends. And then, meanwhile, the Vulcan's just like, yeah, whatever. But when it, when it, when the group, you know, is getting out of hand, the Vulcan figures out a way to stop at least the chaos by transporting everybody together 
into I think it's either sick bay or or one of the um, uh, the brig, and it just comes out as this giant meatball blob. blob with legs and arms sticking out. <laughs> yeah, just a big, just a big mess. You oh know? Oh my god! And you could only do that with the cartoon, right? Right. This was so great. It just and it, it it was just so disgusting. And Tindy's like, "Oh my god, what are we gonna do?" Yeah, and, and, but they have to work yeah. together, and they and yeah, they work they together to separate. They figure a way. They work. Uh, they isolate everyone based on their emotional signatures, which is which is Tindy's idea because the Vulcans like, well, let's just logically split them, but we can't. And yeah, so Tindy really figures it out, which is key to the story. Um, they they get it done, and then you know everybody goes back to to where they were. Yeah, and so uh, we get to the end, and and Forger makes it to Earth, and everyone is restored to their original yep. selves, and in yep. uh, in a ceremony. So we go to the ceremony, and we have um, the lower decks are all being promoted, even yep. Mariner, except for Rutherford. Rutherford didn't get promoted. He didn't get promoted, and that's sad to me. And he's like, "Well, you know, I did break Voyager, so he's he's always got the best attitude," um, but you know. The, the cute thing about it was um, Boimler and Tindy get promoted uh, and Mariner's like, hey, I'm happy for you guys. And then Ransom's like, and Beckett Mariner. And she's like, wait, what? She just doesn't want to get promoted. I went back and dug through your record. You've had a lot of small-minded commanders who promoted, then demoted you. But now you're with Jack Ransom. Sir, I am refusing this promotion. <laughs> Yeah, I think she she's just she wants to live in this space, and I yeah. At some point, you have to grow up. I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. You can't. You mean like when it comes to singles, you can't be the old man at the bar. When it when it when it comes to um, you can't be an old ensign. You know, yeah. In, in this situation, yeah. you, everybody has to grow up at some point, or you get left behind. She just doesn't want to, and I I don't know if it's ever really really been examined, but. I, I mean, I know the mother has something to do with it, Captain Freeman, but I'm wondering if it's something like, um, I'll never live up to my mom. Or, I, I just don't know. She's just a free spirit. Maybe that's just it. She's just a free spirit. Yeah, yeah, but she definitely has value because she plays outside the box. There, There is value mm-hmm. in that. You know, you have to mm-hmm. have those kind of people. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see where these characters go um, as they, they've all been promoted. So that just means new challenges and uh, new responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, meanwhile, you know, in, in a last ditch effort, Mariner goes to Ransom's quarters and she's like, I don't want this. Take the pit back. <laughs> and he's like, sorry, you're staying promoted. You can't deny the promotion. She's like, yes, I can. Um, and he's just like, nope, you're going to get promoted and I'm going to shepherd you through this. And, uh, you know, you wonder if he's trying to torture her or not, but. I think he's being genuinely interested in you know seeing her promoted. Yeah, and then I um, ever since last season when she was assigned to Ransom, it's been really interesting to see how that plays out. Because I mean, I really wrote Ransom off as just the meathead, and yeah. But then again, he is you know Freeman's first officer, and so you can't be a complete meathead and, and you know and be yeah, first I think officer. The first, the first season we saw these characters almost. Well, they are two-dimensional, of course, but the characters were two-dimensional. Like you said, Boimler was just out to be promoted. Uh, Ransom seemed like a meathead. Shax was just a warmonger. Freeman was ditzy, and Mariner was... And and over these four seasons, 
we've seen them evolve into, you know, to these complex, more three-dimensional characters and Ransom included. And, and it's, it's interesting to see that. Yeah, I'm ready to see how the how this all is going to play out. So yeah. uh, he denies her, and then uh, we jump to a Klingon ship. Oh, <laughs> we see some so more cool. lower deckers. You know, they yeah, they're they're it's they're, so great. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's oh sharpening this blade, and he's like, "I'm sharpening my blade," and whatever his girlfriend <laughs> or whatever's like, "That's not a blade; it's a spear." How dare you? Like they just start fighting. Unknown vessel, you have drifted into Klingon space. Identify yourself. No response. Should we fire on them? We gain no honor in destroying an incapacitated ship. And what do they see? This strange Delta weird shaped thing in space. It's like a ship. And they're like, just ignore it. You know, there's no honor in destroying something, which is a weird thing to say. I would think like, kill it. Like, you would think that the Klingons would just kill it anyway. But but it gets the best of them and it actually fires on the Klingon ship and just tears right through it. Yeah. And it ends with a cliffhanger. So I'm like, holy crap. Oh my goodness, yeah. what's going on here? Yeah. So we'll see what happens next episode. I can't <laughs> exactly. Wait. Exactly. So it was a, it was a good uh a good ending and you know, it's piqued my interest. Yeah, they really I just you know, Michael McMahon and this whole crew, they know how to write, they know how to entertain, and they know how to keep us engaged in so many different ways. Again, I just I mean, Strange New Worlds is definitely my favorite series, but Lower Decks is right up there. I just love Lower Decks. Yeah, they're doing. They're they're they came in well. I mean, this was a good first episode yeah. to get us going. They've uh, piqued our our interest. We got promotions. We have yep. uh, a new have intrigue a, and mystery. It, yeah, and uh, this, and this canon. This, yep, and this nemesis that's out there that I'm sure is going to plague us the rest of the season. We'll find out. Yep. Well, that concludes this episode of Energize, a Star Trek Lower Decks podcast. Hey, if you want to check us out, we got a whole website. It's www.energizepodcasts.com. And Anthony, if you don't mind, I'd like to uh, point out to our listeners that my audiobook is now available on Amazon. My book, The Deletion, uh, is available in audiobook. I read it myself. And uh, if you are an Audible member, it's free. There you go. Let's let's listen. Let's jump right please. in there. Please, please, please. <laughs> yep. Well, thanks for listening. I'm Anthony McLemore. I'm Steve Truitt. Live long and prosper.